Welcome to Adjunctitis, from surviving to thriving, teaching hacks to reduce stress, save time, and avoid common pitfalls. I'm April Brown, an assistant professor of journalism at Cal State LA. This podcast is mainly designed for professionals who come into higher ed as professors. I had a rough time and learned from my many mistakes at the beginning. I'm sharing some of those tips here, hoping that you have a smoother, less stressful, more pleasant time. Welcome to episode eight, LMS and beyond. Consistency counts. Surprise, surprise, starting with the story again. I've recently started mentoring a new adjunct who left TV news here in LA recently and wants to get his master's and teach for the rest of his life. He and another new prof were co-teaching a podcasting course in the spring, and one day he wanted to talk to me about deadlines. That's our journalism term, but you can think of them as due dates because, of course, well, that's what they are. They decided to give a soft deadline for podcast drafts so students could get feedback before their first episode was due. And guess what? Hardly anyone turned something in. If you think it's valuable for students to turn in a draft, for example, don't make it a soft deadline. It goes to the bottom of the to-do list in their heads if it makes it on the list at all. When I create assignments in Canvas, my LMS, and if you don't know that term yet, go back to at least episode seven, it will automatically create a note in their calendar, which they can always check to see when things are due. On the subject of due dates, I like to have consistent ones each week. I generally give assignments that are bigger as opposed to a lot of little ones, and they're due on the last day we have class the following week at 11.59 p.m. This gives them time to ask questions, even at the last minute before turning it in. And since it's consistent, the I didn't know it was due excuse does not fly. Also, it appears in their Canvas calendar, so reason number two, that line doesn't work. Going to take a little right turn now and ask you this. Have you ever heard of Bloom's taxonomy? Possibly no. <laughs> Even if you aren't familiar with the term, you probably understand and have done assignments and assessments that use it. It's essentially a way to clarify the different levels of human cognition, the way we understand and learn. It's helpful to be aware when creating your teaching materials. There's an original taxonomy from 1956, but I'm going to refer to the revised one. Maybe a little TMI, but if you want more on the background and some of the other things I'm going to refer to in this episode, there are links on the website under the teaching tools for episode eight. At the very basic level, these are the steps in Bloom's taxonomy. Remember, then understand, apply, analyze, evaluate, create. So if you think about how you learn something from your field, this should sound familiar, though you may not have had the nomenclature. Bloom's taxonomy has useful verbs and activities that can help you get your students going along those lines of learning. For example, with remember, you can ask students to state the concept in a survey or recall the information in a quiz. My university, Cal State LA, has a useful page on the website to help you use this system when you create your materials. And there's a link to it on our website, adjunctitis.com. This actually leads nicely into one of the things you'll see in my weekly modules, which is the exit ticket. 
It's a quiz about the most important things we've covered that week. And since we build on information and skills, I tell them it's important to make sure they get the basics before we move on, and this is a way for them to figure out if they understand. By the way, this is ungraded. It is a tool. Since we're on the topic of creating assignments, I talked a little bit about instructions early in the podcast. And since we're back to this area now, I'm going to add a few more details. Students, like all of us, I think, know the tasks we're being set or the assignments they have to do are in furtherance of a goal. And this process helps make that clear. If you look at the material for this episode, there is a recording of the instructions for an assignment. The first of the points under instructions is purpose, and that's a great place to explain why you want them to do the work. I think sometimes students think we make up work for them because it's fun for us. This helps connect the work to the class's learning outcomes at the very least. The skills you will list will change depending on the assignment. But if this were, for example, an advanced TV reporting class, I might list things like camera operation or three-point lighting as skills they'll need. Knowledge is not dissimilar in that they need to know a few things to be prepared. That is followed by criteria for success and the detail for the task itself. The criteria for success tells them, well, what they need to do to succeed. But it can be helpful for students and for your grading to get as specific as possible. Before I knew to put them in as rubrics, I gave my students checklists. Same sort of thing. Here's what you need to do or not do in order to get the points or in order not to lose points. Depends on your process. I'm including a sample assignment with rubrics and a checklist in the episode eight teaching tools section. The last thing I'll mention here is keep track of the questions you are asked repeatedly. If I find a lot of students are confused about a particular part of an assignment, I immediately make a note to clarify it for the next class. And if you have your materials on the LMS, it's much easier to do that and it'll be changed for next time. If it's a complicated concept they're not getting, creating a video tutorial might be useful. And I realize that I come from TV news where that's certainly in my wheelhouse, but there are several programs geared toward teachers who want to create their own video tutorials, and there's a link to an article covering some of them on the website. In some of my classes with more complicated technology, like TV news studio production, I have a video tutorial for them to watch before we begin doing the roles, and a step-by-step -step guide for them to reference when they're actually trying to do the work for the first time. I want them to try problem solving for themselves with the guide before they call me for help. If you have questions or issues you'd like me to address, please send them to questions at adjunctitis.com. Join our conversation on social. Right now we're at adjunctitis on threads, TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. We are also on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash adjunctitis. You can also use the hashtag adjunctitis so we can form a community where questions can be asked and answered. If you enjoyed our podcast, please consider leaving a review and a rating. Those can help other people find us too. Please spread the word and help those who ask you for help. It's good teaching karma. Adjunctitis is a Look At It This Way production. I'm April Brown. Thank you for listening. Class dismissed. <laughs>